Welcome to another edition of the Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and if you can feel that I'm sort of being very serious, I'm going to throw to my friend here. This guy's name's John Douglas, and we're going to talk about some serious shit. We are going to talk about some serious shit. We're going to talk about some serious shit. I'm very, very serious today. I'm very concerned. Yes. And I'm very, um, uh, uh, I, I want stuff to happen. Yes, I do. And this, I, can't, this I can't stress enough the urgency, yes. the urgency of what we're about to talk about. The urgency, JD, and I also feel there could be a little bit of a race call coming on and coming down the outside now. You've got Australia moved to the back of the fucking queue. The UK and the USA now striving ahead. Africa and India now fucking catching up to USA. Australia languishing on the fucking back end. <laughs> like, seriously, it's yeah. not a race. No, let's play the ad. Let's play the ad. We're still in a life and death race against this virus. It's a race against time. The virus is spreading faster than vaccines. We are in a race between the variant and vaccines. It's a race against time to fight the virus. Not a race. It's not a competition. Not a race. It's not a competition. Authorised PRX and Australian Labor Party, Canberra. Oh, that is some absolute magic from Labor. All oh, the whatever it's from. I know it is. It must be from the Labor Party, and yep. it must be someone being like that's a, that's one of the best political ads I've seen in Australia in a long time. It's How like, many world leaders are saying that it is a race against the virus, and yet old mate Scotty up top's just going. It's not a race. Yeah. We're not in a race. Yeah. Well, I think it's a fucking race. <laughs> Fuck a lot today, but I'm pretty serious. We're in a race because yeah. here in Melbourne, yeah. we're in our fifth lockdown. Five, right? count them. Five. Fifth. Five. Like how many small businesses have gone to the wall because we fucked this right royally up? Yeah, and it didn't come for, you know, and it's interesting. I love the, I love the language they use, political ads. Political, yep. like the language of politics lately, has been when they when they've been talking about these lockdowns, the 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 federal government was very very pointed in saying this Victorian breakout, this Victorian version, this Victorian lockdown, and then as soon as as soon as our friends up north go <laughs> anywhere near any kind of trouble, they go, oh no, this Delta strain, like <laughs> I don't say it's it's. Two idiots in a removalist van from New South Wales. No, no, no. This Delta strain is highly, highly contagious. Highly contagious. Highly contagious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's not. Don't uh, worry about them being. You know what is it? Um, they were avoiding commentary or avoiding answering, quest- answering questions by the uh, the contact traces. I mean, how can that even be possible? Put the bracelets on them and put them in jail. Let's make yeah. an example of people who don't do the right thing. I understand they might not have known they had it. But once they did and they avoided the process of getting information to the contact tracers, that's where you've gone too far. That's the yeah. problem zone. So if someone, here's my question, and I don't have a philosophical answer for this, but if they've come down to um, to Melbourne from the, the great plague state up north, which we won't name. <laughs> the but, Delta New South Wales plague state. Yeah, hang about. <coughs> did you just give it a... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Um, uh, they've, so they've, they've come down 
whether or not they knew they were contagious or whether or not they knew they had flu-like symptoms or whether or not they thought they were sneaking in the back way, whatever happened, yep. and they're not answering questions, if someone they've infected and they can trace it all back through DNA, is my yep, understanding. The genomic sequencing can yep. trace it to who it came from yep. who. If someone, if someone they've infected dies, are they culpable? Well, I think based on what we've seen recently from WorkSafe's campaigns about work-based manslaughter, mm-hmm. I think they'll find themselves right royally in trouble, mate. I really yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, it's just a – like, and I love Jerome Weimar. Jerome Weimar is just one of my favourite people on television. What did he do? Like, oh, he just – I love the way he just answers um, – there's some woman um, – uh, Rachel, I think, whatever her name is, the, the, the journalist from Fox News. Yep. Um, he was on, they were kind of, they'd moved on from the removalists and she kept coming back and saying, you know, do we know what their movements are? Do you need to know? And he's gone, look, now's not the time to throw, to throw the book at anyone. We've got to get in front of the virus. Once we've done that, books will be thrown. Like, yep. and then he's moved off. Someone else has come in. She's out. She's come in again and said, so do we know, like, what their names were? Like, it was some innocuous, some stupid question about let's go back to the removalist. Yeah. And Jerome Wimmer has come in and said, look, as I've said before, we just need to get in front of the virus. They will be dealt with. We're dealing with colleagues in New South Wales Police and South Australian Police, Victoria Police, all of the healthcare. We Things will happen. Don't worry about it. I don't have time for your questions about what star sign they are We've got to get in front of this virus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, love anyway. it. Just looking for salacious facts, as they often do, rather than saying, okay, he's answered the question. Now let's get to something more serious, which is what are they going to do about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I don't – anyway, anyway, that's just it. That was a delightful little political rabbit. We haven't gone down a political rabbit hole much lately, but anyway. Um, can I ask you a question, my boy, before we move on? Not off, it got nothing to do with the removalists, and I don't need you to tell me to stop asking star sign questions, but tell me, have you seen the commercial that they aired, first of all, in Sydney? Oh, the, oh, oh. Where there's a younger lady struggling for breath, my boy, and then you and I have both been shocked by it, and we know the background of this one in particular, that it's come about on the back of the government, I think, understanding how effective the Grim Reaper campaign was back. Was it the 90s where they they had the Grim Reaper? It was the 80s. It was so high. The effectiveness of that, of slowing the spread of AIDS in in Australia based on the back of that campaign. So they thought shock tactic, hello, Let's go shock tactic again. (laughs) Let's get some words out. Let's go shock tactic again with this particular campaign, which I think is very, very confronting. You and I agree. But the back end of it, I'm confused. I'm so shocked. I get to the end of it, which has got three particular things that you're supposed to do. Well, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Stay home, don't go out or or go and get a vaccine, get tested. What what am I supposed to do? Don't go out, go and get tested. Don't go out. Go and get tested. Get vaccinated. Even though you're too young to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Stay home. Don't go out. Like <laughs> you've got me. You've got me thinking. Holy shit, this is serious. Because yeah. it is a younger lady, and who is either really unwell or playing the part exceptionally well. She's proper struggling for breath. Mm. But then I get to the government bit at the end, where it's stay home, get tested, or get a vaccine. Well, shouldn't they have just gone straight with the campaign of? Get a vaccine, like yeah, or stay at home. Like if you're unwell, stay home. Like, 
just put one up there. Like we didn't need all three. No, they know people. I mean, anyway, my trouble with that with that particular ad, and I I understand that healthcare advertising is difficult. I really do. Like I've tried to do healthcare advertising before in the past, and there's so many things you can't say, and there's so many hoops you got to jump through. I'm, you know, they've done, they've they've got people's attention, which is kind of the first the first thing you got to do. So they, we can tick that box. Yeah. But that ad is running at the same time as another campaign the government's running, which is the arm yourself, which is people rolling up their arms and, you know, there's a Band-Aid or something on it. The old Band-Aid on top. Yeah, which is completely different. And I understand it's probably aimed at different audiences, but there's nothing connecting the two. There is no, much like the government's response to to the whole pandemic, there's no coherent kind of, factor in any of the campaigns it's like arm yourself stay home don't do that go and do this like they're all they're all over the place like it just it doesn't it doesn't help build a momentum about what am i supposed to do why should i do it do you know what i mean like what's where's the impact that? of me not doing it i think that's the final piece of the puzzle yeah. and if we think about in relative terms to advertising or even in this instance jd communication strategy High level, it's got to be about the impact of the virus or the impact on our proposed health or the impact on Australia. So top level, let's talk about that as a look, maybe even call it a brand campaign. And then let's be tactical, driving people to do one of three things. Go and get tested, go and get a vaccine or stay home. Like that's got to be the way we look at it like we would a normal campaign, right? But this disconnected component of two different campaigns running. Why don't we play them right now so the punters at home can see what we're talking about? Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. A COVID-19 vaccine is your best defence and our only way forward. Now's the time to arm yourself, your family, your friends, your workmates, your community, someone you love. Find out when you can arm yourself and book your vaccination. Go to australia.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. So, yeah, very confronting that uh, that first one. But the second one, you know, roll up your sleeve basically and, you know, got the whole, you know, arm yourself against yeah. for the future. I mean, I, I think, as you just said, very disconnected. Like nothing says to me that they're, they're driving the same premise. Yeah, and I like that. Like I don't mind the line, arm yourself. Like, yeah. I mean, it's been used. It's been used before, most spectacularly by the National Rifle Association in the United States. Yeah, uh, it's used all over the place down in Texas. <laughs> a couple of gyms have used it, you know, for that. But massive arms, get the guns out. Yeah, get your guns out. But the the I, the line arm yourself is works if it's like if there was a whole campaign based around we've got to fight this virus together then arm yourself works, like it works a treat. But there's no overarching campaign thought. There's nothing that connects arm yourself with <laughs> and any anything else they've done. Like it's, uh, anyway, let me, let me, let me round this out 
Take me on a little journey, will you, JD? Take me somewhere else where things have done well. I'm going to take you to the UK, the, U- yeah. the United Kingdom. The, the, in one the of my, old, two of my favourite people. The old, the old blighty, yes. Um, uh, and um, they've used they've used celebrity. Yep. They've used um, uh, popular culture. So yeah. there is a bit of like, oh, I do a bit of that. I yep. do a bit of that. And then and right and just a little payoff at the end is it? Let's play it. Elton John, audition, take one. My name is Elton John. Cut there. Little less showbiz, Elton. My name is Elton John. Bit more showbiz. My name is Elton John. Let's go for your Michael Caine impression. Just there. Let's see what it's like. My name is Elton John. Beautiful. Cut there. The more people in society that get vaccinated, the more chance there is of eradicating the national COVID pandemic. It's really important to know that the vaccines have all been through and met the necessary safety and quality standards. So this is the bit where you're going to have the vaccine now, Elton. So right. just kind of pretend that you're having the vaccine from a nurse. Oh. What was that, Elton? That was me acting. OK, let's cut there. And as you can see, I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. OK, thanks, Elton. We'll let you know. Oh. Well, at this short notice, you won't find anyone bigger. Thank you. Hello. My name is Michael Caine. I've just had a vaccine for COVID. It didn't hurt. Not many people know that. I cut that marvellous. That was fantastic. Thank Thank you, Sir Michael. Uh, Claire, let the little fella know he didn't get the job. (laughs) When you want to look at how something's done well, now I don't know how it connects to anything else they're doing campaign-wise, but let's just look at what we've just seen. Yeah. How bloody good is that? Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's someone that um like the the fact they're using a, a celebrity and a significant celebrity. Like a, this guy's like not just a he's a megastar. Like well, yeah. both of them are, but yeah. he's a megastar. And I love that he's kind of candid and he's almost cute, you know, like I just it's so bloody clever. Yeah, and it's self-deprecating. Like, can you imagine like can you imagine, you know, saying to Russell Crowe, who who doesn't have who doesn't have a reputation? He may be he may be the nicest guy in the world. I'd love to meet Russell, have a game of golf with him. Maybe uh, you know he could he could smoke a cigarette and I could just breathe it in. in memory of you days gone by. Again, just for fun. You couldn't <laughs> have a game of golf with Russ and he was puffing, and you wouldn't have one. You couldn't do it. No, nah, no. Nah. I would love to have a game of golf with Russell, but. Does he he doesn't have the reputation of being able to poke fun at himself in the way that. Elton John has just done, but if Russell Crowe stood in like stood in front of a camera and said, "Listen, don't be an idiot, get yourself vaccinated," I'll be like, "Oh, Russell was talking to me and he told me to get vaccinated." Like you listen to celebrities because they're celebrities. I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a bunch of our great celebrities. You know, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> you know, like all of these people that would definitely get your attention or get the attention of most people. Yeah. But that's not what we do. No. No, we don't like it's really and the whole thing at, at the end, like so you've got obviously the pieces are we're talking to older people. Yep. They think it hurts. Yep. They think it's uncool. Let's just get let's just get two people that older older Britons love. Love. And Michael Caine at the end. Like who hasn't done a Michael Caine impersonation? Exactly. Right? And at the end, the best bit, like you say, is like, and it doesn't hurt either. <laughs> Doesn't hurt a bit. 
Not many people know that. Not many people know that. <laughs> yeah. love it. I just love that. I just love that little bit at the end. Tell the little fella he doesn't have the gig. Yeah, the director <laughs> comes in and goes, oh, tell the little fella he didn't get it. <laughs> like hilarious. I mean, Elton would have been loving that. He would have been just it's brilliant. And just like so, I mean, and you're right, I don't know what else they're doing, but no. if you've got if you've got a picture, just a big poster of Michael Caine with a bloody, you know, needle in his arm, and he says, it doesn't hurt, like, oh like people would be like, there's a connection there, and it just it just jumps at every advertising piece needs to have a purpose. And the purpose of that is it doesn't hurt. Go and get vaccinated. Like, obviously, the purpose behind it is to make sure that the oldies who are like, oh, you know, the pain of it all, you know, that's the key. They've actually got that one message going out, go and get vaccinated and actually it doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. You know, crazy idea, but simple, straight to the point, dedicated to a specific market, a really clear message. They've used some humour and, as you said, a bit of pop culture, got people that will cut through with both Elton and Michael Caine. Holy shit, they've probably got a killer ad and I didn't see the stats on the back end of that ad that we just showed previously that Labor had where they're bagging Scotty for saying it's not a race, but I'm sure the UK is bloody miles down the track with vaccinations. Oh, no, they are. They're like, they've got 60% or, you know. Which is huge. Like, there's there's a lot of people, there's a lot of uh, countries doing some magnificent work in the the vaccination race. It is a race. And I like the fact that that whole thing um, started, the whole it's not a race, Came from when Scott Morrison originally and little Joshy Frydenberg, one you know, said it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And yep. it's like, all right, well, I get it. It's not, it's a marathon. We've got to, you know, we've got to, it's a long-term thing. But then someone, a reporter has gone, Well, you said it was a race. He said, I never said it was a race. Well, if a marathon's not a race, what is it? What is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a race. I mean, again, if you just think about how he wishes he probably didn't say those words. <laughs> Because every other leader around the globe, as we saw, we're in a race against time. We're in a race against this virus. You know, like all of that, oh, it's not a race in Australia. No. <laughs> really? Looks no. like it is, and we're coming last. <laughs> Unbelievable, uh, my boy. Anyway, anyway. Does that wrap up another edition of the Bones of Advertising for this week? I think it might. I think it might. You made me laugh. That's good. That's oh, always good. It. A lot of uh, a lot of a lot of fun today, mate. Don't go changing. I'll see you next week, and we've got oh. some good stuff planned. We've Get got back some. Uh, our we've got a bit of, yeah, yeah. We've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of fun happening uh, next week. A little bit. We're going to throw some. We're going to throw some mud at a couple of a uh, couple of ads, and you know, pump up the tires on a couple of others. So, of course, we will, as we always do. Situation normal. I'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, cheers. See ya. See ya.